This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to episode number five. Today we're still talking about the energy types and we're going into manifesting generators. I might call them MGs, I might call them Manny Gens, but that's what I am. That's my energy type. So I'm very enthusiastic about this because I know all about what it's like to be a manifesting generator. If you're not a manifesting generator, it's still a great idea to listen to this episode or really listen to all the episodes about the different energy types, even if you're not that one, because you are going to learn how to interact with that energy type better and you're going to understand how that energy type has a role in your life because all the different energy types have kind of a purpose in this humanity system we have going on and you're going to want to know why we're all here, and how to interact with the other people. You might also know of a specific person like your partner or your child or your best friend or your enemy. You might know what energy type they are, and it's so helpful to be aware of this so that you can interact with them even better and you can understand their behavior, why they do the things they do, and why maybe they're different from you. I've found it's so helpful for me to know who is a projector in my life because projectors can oftentimes give a lot of unsolicited advice, which is one of my biggest pet peeves. But when I know that somebody is a projector, I can kind of let them off the hook because I understand that this is in their nature to see how things can be improved and it's very difficult for them to hold all that inside. And the truth is, is that they often actually have great wisdom to share if I can just let my ego go and listen to what they're saying. So that's just one example of how it's so helpful to know other people's energy types and how they work. Before we get into talking about manifesting generators, I want to thank you so much for listening. This is only our fifth episode, and we already have listeners not only in the United States where I am, but also in the UK, in Norway, Spain, Belgium, Canada, and India. Oh my gosh, I think that's so cool to know that you're all out there all over the world listening. So please go out and rate and review this show especially on Apple Podcasts, because that is going to help bring this show higher up on the charts and help more people find it and help it become a success. I love sharing free content. Almost everything that I do in my business is free content for you. And one way for you to pay it forward is just simply by writing a review on Apple Podcasts Or if you don't listen on there, share this episode on your social media and tag me at healthy underscore Madeline. And I'm now on TikTok as of like 
12 hours ago. Oh my gosh. I had literally never even been on TikTok even one time. Like I've never even looked at a TikTok before, but a good friend of mine suggested that I better get on there and just get with it. And so I did. I've barely gotten started, but I think I'm going to end up having a ton of fun. I had no idea how much fun goes on over there. I love Instagram, but TikTok has kind of a different energy. So we'll see what happens there. But for sure, share these episodes wherever you are on your socials and tag me for sure. And I'd like to thank uh, somebody named Kay Kelly 41 who wrote a five-star review. She said, must listen. Madeline is an absolutely exceptional. Oh, I said that wrong. Madeline is absolutely exceptional. She's an incredible human being with so much love and education to share. Human design will change your life. It has definitely changed mine. Don't forget to check out her Instagram. She did a reading for me personally. I'm a manifesting generator, just like our episode today. Profile 2-4 for anyone out there with a similar design. Enjoy. And I know who this is. This is Katie Kelly. She's somebody that I actually read her chart live on Instagram. So if you're looking to hear um, me actually read a manifesting generator's chart or a 2-4, or you just want to see what a reading is like, then go to my Instagram and go to the highlight bubble that says human design, and I will have shared that reading on there. It's like an hour-long recording. You can watch the whole thing. You can watch a little bit, whatever you want to do, but it will give you a really good feel for how a reading goes. But also, if you have any of the same qualities as Katie in that chart, then it will be a little bit like a reading for you as well. So let's move on and start talking about manifesting generators because that's what we're all really excited about today. That's what we're here for. Remember that manifesting generators are kind of a combination between generators and manifestors. You've already learned about those two types. And if you haven't, then after this episode, go back and listen to those two so that you can really get the gist of this. But manifesting generators really are housed under the category of a generator. They're much, much more similar to a generator. And then each manifesting generator has a small uh, or a different percentage of manifestor within them. So maybe I have like 10% manifestor, I'm just making up that number, and somebody else might have 13% or 7%. It's everybody's different when it comes to manifesting generators. And there's a way for a reader to be able to tell you that if you're getting a reading done. But what's most important for you as an MG is to understand that you really are very similar to a generator and almost everything that you learned about generators applies to you. And then you've got like a little sprinkling of manifestor within you. So roughly 32% of the population are MGs. And it's easy to feel torn as an MG between wanting to act on your impulses, which is like a manifester, and also waiting for your gut feelings to kick in. So you might feel very impulsive. Manifestors are super impulsive, but you also feel this sense of gut intuition, which is all about being a generator. So when you're making life choices, if it's not a hell yes, it would be a no, very similar to a generator again. 
And anytime that you're going to make a decision, you want to first check in with your gut feelings and see what your gut is telling you, and then check in with your impulses. What is more of a snap, intuitive, quick answer that's coming to you? So you always start out treating yourself as a generator and then pull in some of that manifestor quality. And I'm going to say it one more time. It's more like a generator to tune into your gut, your intuition, and it's more like a manifestor to act on quick impulses or instincts, something that would be like a fast answer. But definitely if it's not a hell yes in life, it's a no. And as an MG, it's important that you only are answering yes or no questions or A, B, or one, two questions, or this, that. So for example, you're going to ask yourself questions or have the other people in your life ask questions like, would you like to take a spin class or a yoga class? Or would you like to go pick flowers or go pick pumpkins? Would you like to eat an apple or an orange? You're going to completely remove all open-ended questions like, what is my life purpose? Or where would you like to travel next year? Or what kind of career do you want to have? Manifesting generators do not answer open-ended questions. You'll get crickets when it comes to an answer to those. And so you're going to reframe all questions to be yes or no, this or that, A or B, or A, B, C, things with choices that you can select from. And we'll talk a lot more about why that is later, but as a little just hint coming later, it's because your first strategy in life is to respond. Does that ring a bell like a generator? Your first strategy or your first answering point is to respond. And then you have a second one. So we'll get to that in just a couple of minutes. The biggest difference between a generator and a manifesting generator is that a generator can typically stick to one cobby, one cobby, huh, one hobby or career for a very long time. So for example, my husband is a generator and he's been a chemist since college. And he's he could probably continue being a chemist for his career for the rest of his life if he wanted to, and that works really well for him. Now here's a different example. I'm a manifesting generator and I grew up as a dancer thinking that I was going to be a professional dancer and then I switched to doing uh, group fitness. Oh, in between there I went to culinary school but only for about one day. Uh, So I thought I was going to be a recipe developer or a chef And what else have I done? I've worked at a salon. I've considered multiple different careers. I taught Pilates. I've done nutrition counseling. I've taught all different types of classes. I taught homeschool classes for a while. I've taught a huge variety of different types of exercise and fitness. Now I'm doing human design. I do ballroom dance. I've done acro yoga and literally all of those things I would be more than happy to make a career of. But I've switched from one thing to the next a lot. And I would not ever be able to stick with one single job or career forever or even for many, 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 many years. However, I've worked at the same place for most of my life, the same business, but I've done almost every single role in that business. And I've brought in a lot of new roles into the business, ideas that I had, things that I wanted to do, I've brought them in. So 
really big differences there. Another example, one of the instructors at my studio has been teaching Pilates for as long as I know her. That's what she's been doing. She absolutely loves it. She does one thing and she'll probably keep doing Pilates until she dies. I'm going to guess. And she's a generator and she's super lit up by teaching Pilates. I taught Pilates with her for a couple of years and then I just could not go on. I had to add in more things, switch it up. I continue to teach Pilates, but on a much smaller scale as I'm doing lots of other things. So that's the biggest difference between a generator and a manifesting generator. Both of them create energy by doing things that light them up and get them excited, but generators can typically stick to something for a long time. And manifesting generators are interested in lots of different things and must have the freedom to explore their interests. And they might move from one career to the next very quickly, and they enjoy a wide variety of hobbies and interests. And I know I've been called a jack of all trades multiple times in my life, and that's pretty much the like slogan for a manifesting generator, jack of all trades. MGs must always give themselves permission to change their mind. So that's exactly what I did when I went through my human design reader training. I had been studying human design myself as a hobby for a while, and I was super, super interested in it. All I could ever do was talk about human design. I read about it. I got books. I was studying it. I was just nonstop. All my socials, I was looking at human design stuff. And I knew this about myself, that I'm an MG and that I didn't want to sign up to do yet another training and then not stick with it. So what I did was I first waited and continued to play around with human design on my own and look at my friends' charts and almost do like fake mini readings for them just with the knowledge I had as a hobby for quite a while to see if it was going to fizzle out or if I was going to lose the interest. And it was not fizzling out and my interest was only amplifying and I had this burning desire to sign up for the reader training. So when I signed up for the reader training, I made it very clear to myself and my husband and my employer that I'm signing up for this. My intention is to do this for work, to actually have readings, um, make profit from it, and have a business doing this along with all the other things that I'm doing as well. That is my intention. But everybody involved, including myself, needs to also know that it may not happen. So I'm going to go through this training. I'm going to start out reading charts and give it my very best shot. And if I find that I'm not in love with it or it's not lighting me up, that's totally fine. Then it's just a hobby for me. It's just another skill I have for fun and I can let it go and I am not going to force myself to continue. And I still have that attitude. However, my interest in human design only continues to grow and grow and grow. So I know since I stay energized about it and every time I read a chart, I feel super alive and amazing. And even physically, my body feels better. Those are signs that I am still in the mode of being a human design reader and I still can continue doing this. But, but... As a manifesting generator, I have to give myself permission to change my mind. I have to take off all the pressure so I would never, ever, ever expect that I'm going to become this huge reader that 
I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life till the day I die, and it's going to be my one big thing. Maybe that will happen. Great. But if I end up no longer feeling energized by it, I A, either need to change the way that I'm doing it, or B, I need to let it go and just let it be a part of my past, my history, my education, my skills, but it no longer needs to be something I'm doing professionally. So that's how a manifesting generator sets themselves up for success. And the key there is that I set up everybody else that's involved the same way. My husband is aware of this, my employer, anybody I work with, and myself. We're all aware that this is my intention and that I have the freedom to change my mind. And I've really set up my career that way where I have the flexibility to pretty much do whatever position I want. And for me, I have to have a career that way, whether I'm working for somebody else or myself. And I know that that's not the case for a lot of people, that you're expected to fit in a box and stay one way forever. But if you are feeling like that's sucking your soul or it's it's really taking away your energy, then you need to reassess how you can either have a different perspective or change your life, change your job, change your situation, do what you need to do so that you are living in alignment with your chart. And I just want to give a little caveat to everybody to remember, you don't always have to make big changes right now, like right when you decide that something's not right for you. So if you're not ready to quit your job, that's totally fine. No pressure to make a fast change. Or if you're not ready to leave your partner or move or anything that you know is right for you, but you're not ready to pull the trigger and do it right this second, then what do you do? Do you just keep being unhappy? No. The first step in change is like step number 0.001. It's not even step one. It's the tiniest little step. And here's what it is. Get out a pencil and write this down. Universe, I'm open-minded to the possibility of letting this job go. Can you please help me make it an easy, pleasurable, successful transition and help bring in more choices of jobs that I can do that do align with me? Thank you. So that's it. You declare something like that about what it is you want to change. And it's two important pieces. One, Announce to the universe or whoever you like to talk to that you're open-minded to the possibility of letting this go. So not even saying, I need this thing out of my life right this second, but I'm just open to the possibility of letting this thing go. So that's going to signal to the universe that you're ready to let it go. The universe doesn't know that unless you decide because everything that the universe gives you needs to be consensual. You actually have to consent to everything that comes into your life and you're consenting subconsciously all the time. So if you're just staying in a job and ignoring the fact that you hate it and just avoiding, then you're consenting to the universe that that's the level of alignment that you're at and that is just where you're going to stay. But if you announce to the universe or God or whoever you want to pray to and say, I'm open-minded to the possibility of a change, oh, well, that's new information for the universe. And then if you say, I'd like some help making this easy, that's the second part, 
great. Then the universe can step in and help make it an easy, smooth transition. I know that I have had some rough transitions that I was thrusted into in order to make a change. And it's always really unfortunate when we have to have difficult life lessons rather than easy, pleasurable ones. And we can have ease and pleasure. We just have to ask for it. Okay, back into manifesting generators. That was quite the tangent. Manifesting generators are faster than all the other types. So they cycle through things very quickly. So I'm not just a quitter or I don't have ADD or like no attention span. That's not why I'm cycling through different careers. And you as an MG, that's not why you're cycling through things quickly either. It's because MGs move through what they need to get out of something much faster than all the other types. And so I believe that we're all here on on earth to experience life for a reason. We're not just here to clock in the hours and get stuff done and make money and spend money and die. Those are all things that we're doing, but there's a reason behind them. And manifesting generators get through the purpose of something much quicker. So you might end up moving through a new career in just a couple of years when somebody else might want to do it for 40 years. And it's because you as a manifesting generator already got what you need out of that and you're ready for the next thing. So never ever feel bad about being somebody who might flit from one thing to the other, but start to do it in a conscious way so that you're not just quitting when something is uncomfortable or when it's a little bit boring, but instead you assess what's going on. Do I need to adjust how I'm doing this or do I truly need to let this go because I have cycled through and I'm done? And manifesting generators really create their own energy by exploring their interests and doing what lights them up. And they can get very burnt out from doing too much of what they don't enjoy. So some conditioning to watch out for if you're an MG. Here's something. You must stick to one hobby or career long term. You are a quitter or have a short attention span if you switch from thing to thing. Remember, this is not true for an MG. Another piece of conditioning. Since you're so talented and you can do anything and everything, you're going to just do all the different roles at home or at work. People in your life might expect you to just be able to do everything because technically you can do so many different things. And then when you do everything, you get really burnt out. So that's happened to me um, at the place that I work. I, in the past, have had like six job descriptions at once for years. And I was doing so many different roles because I could and because it's just easy. Oh, just have Madeline do that because she knows how. Okay, yeah, I can do that. And then I end up burning out because I'm doing way too many things. So I've learned that for myself that I can't say yes to everything, even though I can do a lot of things. And sometimes I even want to do all the different things, but I'll burn out if I'm doing too much of everything and if I have too many expectations on me. Let's get into the strategy for an MG. There's actually a two-parter here, and this is the only energy type that has two parts to their strategy. So number one, the, the MG needs to respond. So you're seeing life as a buffet, all these options in front of you. Do you want to eat a peach or an orange? And then you respond. And you're first responding with your gut intuition. 
Your gut is telling you what do you want and how do you know if it's your gut? You might lean forward. It's a yes. You might lean back. It's a no. You might smile right away. It's a yes. You might cringe, crinkle your face and sort of cringe. It's a no. So very physical responses. Or you might go, that would be like a yes response. Or you might go, "Mm," that would be a no. Remember, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. And you can always go back and review the podcast episode about generators to fully understand the strategy of responding. After an MG response, next they have part two to inform. So this is where the manifestor side of them comes in. And they bring in that manifestor side by announcing or informing people what they want to do. So the people that want to get on board can get in and the people that don't can get out of the way. Remember how a manifestor just goes out and tells people, this is what I'm doing. Like I'm starting this business. If you want to come with and you know work for me or be a client, get on board. And if you don't, great, step out of the way. That's a little bit of the energy of a manifester. It can be very loving. It can be very gentle. It doesn't have to be harsh or extreme. But the MG brings in that aspect after they've already responded. So the biggest difference here between an MG and a manifester is that an MG doesn't wait for something to respond to. They get an instinctual idea, like they just have something pop in their mind, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start ballroom dance. And there's no logical reason for why that's happening. There's no logical answer as to why they're going to do this. Nobody suggested it. Nobody invited them. They just decide, I'm going to do ballroom dance. And then they tell people, I'm doing ballroom dance. Who wants to come to class with me? And then whoever wants to come is coming, and whoever doesn't want to, doesn't. So they're not waiting to respond. They just simply inform. As an MG, you would wait for something to respond to to inspire you to do ballroom dance. So maybe somebody invited you to a class, and then you said, yes, I'd like to go. And then you inform people, who wants to come to this class? Or maybe you saw an ad or you heard beautiful ballroom dance music and that made you wonder, how could I learn to dance to this music? So even that would be something to respond to. It's not always somebody's invitation. Sometimes it's inspiration that comes into your mind, an idea that you're responding to, then you inform. Does that make sense? Let's move on and talk about the not-self theme. Each energy type has sort of a phrase or an emotion or a trait that they will experience when they are out of alignment. So what is that for a manifesting generator? It's frustration, the same as a generator. So any MG that's feeling frustrated or energy that's not moving or a lack of flow Or if you're shooting all over yourself, you're constantly telling yourself, I should be doing this, I should be doing that, then you are out of alignment. And instead of blaming your circumstances or the people around you, first, you need to readjust your attitude or what your choices are. So anytime you're feeling that frustration, it's time for you to make a change or press pause and take a break. 
sign that you're in alignment is satisfaction. So when you feel really satisfied, you know that you are living your design and it's working. You're doing something in alignment. Whatever you're doing is working out. Now, remember, there is a super, super helpful cheat sheet that I made for you. It's a freebie. This is called the Energy Types Cheat Sheet, and you can get it if you click on the link below. If you're listening somewhere where there's um, links, some of these podcast apps don't have that. So if you do, then click on the link that says Energy Types Cheat Sheet. And if you don't have that, just go to madelineevergreen.com backslash energy types cheat sheet. And it's so helpful. It's just a couple of pages to have on hand so that you can always remember the most important bullet points about the different energy types. I know when I was first learning human design, I kept forgetting which energy type I was and then what that even meant. It was really a long time for me to get it all just in my brain. And I hear from the people that when I read their charts, my clients, they almost always start off by saying, well, I've looked up my chart, but I think I'm a, what am I? Am I a projector? Um, well, I don't even know what that is. And they kind of wish that they were able to understand it a little bit better themselves. And so I think that if I had had this cheat sheet or if they had had this before our reading, it would really help the learning process. So Go get that for yourself. It's totally free and it's easy to read. It's a short, quick bullet uh, bullet point guide. I recommend you print it out and have it on hand to review whenever you want or even take notes from these episodes on there. Okay, next week we're talking about reflectors. Only 1% of the population are reflectors. They're super rare. I can't wait to talk about this with you. And I'd like to remind you to go rate and review this show wherever you are listening. It will really, really touch my heart to see that from you. Thanks again, and I will catch you next time. 